whenever you're ready. You sound like a teacher, like during an interview or something. Okay. Hey kids, welcome to The Real Pod. The Real Pod is a bi-weekly podcast that creates an ongoing dialogue discussing current movies, TV shows, and pop culture. I'm Eddie Colmer, and I'm the superior co-host of The Real Pod. And I'm Chloe. I'm the other co-host of The Real Pod. Unfortunately, Josiah is not here with us today. Um, he didn't die. He just, like, had other things. But, like, yeah, he's not here today. Um, but today we are reviewing Malcolm and Marie. Um, it came out Valentine's Day of this year, and it stars John David Washington and Miss Zendaya. And basically the film just showcases a couple getting into, like, a heated argument. And the whole idea was that it was aimed at the story of love, but, like, we're going to talk about that. Um, and also take this as your formal spoiler warning. We're going to talk about Malcolm Marie. So if you didn't watch it yet, go back, watch it, and then come back. But make sure you come back. So, Eddie, I know you got a lot to say. So do you want to start? Um, go watch it is definitely subjective. Um, I don't know about that one. Dude. Not that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, the movie, it was definitely a film. It was really pretty. Um, the sound design was really beautiful, especially the scene towards the beginning when Zendaya is making him macaroni and cheese because she's angry with him. And I guess when couples are mad, they make mac and cheese. But that whole scene was really good. Like, I really loved the beginning of the movie. And I loved how it looked. The black and white was really beautiful. Everything about it was very pretty. But then when you think about the plot, like, everything, it kind of falls apart a little bit. The whole story was a little bit... It was messy. It was not good. And that 53% or whatever it has on Metacritic, it was deserved. It was literally deserved. Not that. Not that. Like, okay, I definitely agree with you. Like, it was it was really pretty. Like, I think, honestly, that we should bring back black and white films. Because, like, they're just fun. You know, like, every time I watch them, I'm like, ooh, this is fun. Um, so definitely we should be bringing back black and white films. And I think, like, it was definitely, like, shot really pretty. The music was really good. Like, the sound effects really satisfying. Like, it was a, it was pretty, but that plot, though. And I, I'm, like, I'm definitely one of those people that's, like, oh, I don't want to be mean because, like, Zendaya. And, you know, like, we grew up with Zendaya, so, like, we're always going to be attached to her. But we, this movie is just. Yeah, when I was watching it, it was like the weekend. I was in a really good mood. It was literally the morning. It had like just gotten released. And I had to take like two breaks from watching it because it was so, it was just a lot. Like it was a long emotional roller coaster. Like this was literally like a battlefield. Like every minute of watching this felt like I was crawling with no legs through an open war zone. Like literally. At every moment, they were they just argued the entire movie. Like I saw people calling this movie part of a subgenre called heterosexual couple arguing and yelling at each other for two hours straight. And honestly, it really fit. Like that's literally the entire plot of this movie. All they do is yell at each other for like two hours. And every time you think that they're getting close to some sort of reconciliation, they Zendaya. Wait, what's her character's name? Marie. Literally, just is like, oh, but actually you're still trash because you did this too. Which I mean, like, to be fair, her entire reason for being mad is that he made a movie based off her life and 
he did not thank her after the movie won awards and at the award ceremony and all that. He just did not thank her. He literally thanked everyone else, but not her. So, like, her anger was, like, justified. And honestly, I really understand it. But, like, every time they were getting close to some sort of, like, agreement, some sort of, like, semblance of happiness, some little glimmer of hope, they literally started arguing again. And for what? Literally. And it was just, like, like watching it was just difficult. I remember um, Eddie watched it before me, actually. And then he, like, texted me and he was like, that was definitely a movie. So, like, I, I sat down. I didn't know what to expect. And, like, we were getting into it. And they were making their little mac and cheese. And it was cute, right? But then the arguing started. And you started to, like, hear the things that they were saying to each other. And you were, like, and it's just, like, stuff really progressed, right? Like, like Eddie was saying, it started out, like, oh, he made this movie about her and he didn't thank her, right? And then we're, like, oh, like, that's bad. But it doesn't even begin to show you, like, how much worse things got. And it, like, unveiled their entire, like, every single issue that they had in their relationship that went unresolved was, like, brought up. And they, at a certain point, they weren't even, like, fighting each other. They were literally just trying to insult each other. Like, they were literally doing anything just to hurt the other person. And it was just upsetting to watch. I was like, like, that description is absolutely perfect. Like, why am I watching this movie? You know, it, it felt like it didn't have a point. Yeah, um, I think one specific moment where, like, that perfectly, like, encapsulates my entire feeling about this movie is when Zendaya goes into the bathtub just because, like, she's trying to de-stress oh, and everything. God. Yes. And then, literally, he walks in the room and he goes, you're not special. I actually had relationships and had sexual encounters with a whole bunch of other drug-addicted girls who are also broken that I had to fix, just like you. So you're not actually special because the movie just isn't about you. It's about 10 billion other girls and blah, 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 blah. You're not special. All of this. And I was just like, what is this? And then Marie just started like crying and I just did not know what to do. I felt like I was not supposed to be watching it because it was very like personal and it was also very sick. Like, his entire reasoning that the that it was okay that he didn't thank her was that he dated other broken girls, other girls that he needed to like help or whatever get out of their drug addiction, and it was very. I didn't know how to feel about it. I was like, this is so horrible. I actually hate it so much. Literally, and it was just. It wasn't even just unfortunate. It was just like awful to see literally where he was like he sat there and he looked her in the eyes and he was like yeah well you saw that in a movie that wasn't based on you that was this other girl and we did this together and he had absolutely no reason and even the initial like macaroni scene like she made him the macaroni and she walked away and he had to sit there at that table and yell at her and call her things and he was like you know what you're crazy and we're like i know i was watching it and i was like what is the reason? I don't want to make it seem like Marie didn't at least have some part because there were definitely things that she did where it was like, girl, I don't know why. But like he was he was the main instigator of this situation. And that might just be my bias because we love Zendaya. But like it was just so toxic. I was like, I don't know why they're continuing to be in this relationship. I don't know why it lasted this long. But like it was just definitely a movie yeah i agree like zendaya and marie them together their whole role in the movie it was definitely 
like yes she did some stuff i guess like yeah she like rekindled the flame after their argument died down like they could literally be like making out again like lovey-dovey and then like he'd literally be like on her neck or something and she'd be like wait a second i actually still hate you you're a piece of trash and i'm just like zendaya what's going on like just please like i understand that like yes you're having all these issues but just let it like go to sleep it's like literally like four o'clock in the morning y'all don't sleep y'all aren't tired y'all just were literally up for like hours at an award ceremony go to sleep please just let it rest and like fight in the morning or like have a civilized conversation like in the beginning of the film she literally said i don't want to argue right now because i know that nothing productive will come out of fighting right now and she was so right. Like, the, nothing productive came out of this. The movie was not productive. Literally. Like, literally, all they did was argue the entire time. Are they even going to be better? Like, he says he's going to be, but can he be? Can he be better? That's the question. The entire movie then just proceeded to be psychological warfare. Like, it was just an attack on, like, everything that they know about each other. And the way that they, like, dragged each other's, like, lives through it. Like, Malcolm specifically, he would sit there and he'd be like, you know what, you cheated on me. And I had to bring you out of all of this. And da-da-da-da. And I met you. And you were just a cracked out. Like, I don't remember exactly what he said. But he would just drag her entire life into it. And I'm like... Why are you weaponizing people's trauma against them? Why are you doing that? What situation is that ever justified in? Like, you had no reason. You were literally just doing it to hurt her. And, like, honestly, that the entire situation in and of itself that got them into that was just ridiculous. Like, why didn't he cast her? Why didn't he? Like, they were supposed to do it together. Like, that was the whole thing. And then he cut her out, right? In favor for, for some other girl. And we saw the acting. We saw the acting in that one scene. Like, if y'all watch the movie, y'all, y'all know the scene we're talking about. Like, all of us were sitting there. We were like, and then he didn't cast her. And then he then proceeded not even to thank her after she had to put up with all of his, like, little friends. And he had the audacity to complain. And I'm like, you did this for what? For what? Yes, girl. I literally thought that she was going to kill him when that knife scene came around. I literally thought, I thought he was dead. And I wasn't mad about it either. I was like, okay, something's happening in the movie. I was like, all right, okay, get into it. Kill him. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Cut him to pieces. Minced meat. Don't be shy. Dice him. Slice him. But like, it didn't happen. And also, that was really terrifying. I was really... Literally. But also, that was like, probably my favorite part of like, the second half of the movie like if the first half is like them getting home and then them beginning the argument and then the second half is like after she takes off her dress and like changes she's like wearing a tank top with a kimono or whatever that's like the second part then like that was probably my favorite part in the second part oh speaking of the second part speaking of the second part there is a lot of time in the movie where he's literally just ranting about the film industry which was very it was kind of to me, I don't know how anybody else felt, but it was very, like, self-righteous. It was very pretentious. Like, there was one part where he literally said that nobody should criticize him because he's making art. Buddy. But, babe, sit down. Literally, art is meant to be criticized. Like, if you can't take it, then why are you even working here? Like, quit. <laughs> what are you doing? Please, this is not the industry for you, babe. Like, yes, like literally, like we are literally criticizing him right now. <laughs> so like we're criticizing a movie about him talking about movie critics, but like it doesn't make sense because without like people criticizing your movie, then how are people going to appreciate it either? Like 
you can't have one without the other. None of it, it just kind of felt very, it was like deep, but without a meaning. Like, it was really, it was trying to be deep. Exactly. Like, I get what you mean. Like, I, I agree, but like, okay, I think he had some points. Like, specifically when he was talking about the um one, I completely forgot the word for like reviewer but that one journalist right um and then he was like i already know what she's gonna write like just because i'm black and i made it with a black girl like it's gonna be about race and inspiration and i was like you are absolutely correct you are right you are correct but like at the same time why are you so angry like i definitely get it it's it would be difficult having your art misconstrued like that. Like, especially if that, if you weren't trying to make a political statement and everyone's telling you that it was political when it definitely wasn't, would be aggravating. But at the same time, it's an amazing review. Like, you're going to get, like, um, people are going to go watch your movie because of her. And, like, she doesn't deserve the recognition. She didn't contribute. She just wrote the review. But, like, take your time, have your moment, and be glad. You know, like um, how Marie was saying, she was like, it's still a good review. And he was like, yeah, but she shouldn't criticize me, just like Eddie was saying. And I'm like, babe, this is simply, I don't, if you can't take it, you're, you're simply in the wrong place. I don't know how to tell you this, but this is not the industry for you. Oh God, that was so embarrassing. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. Like, his entire rant was just very like what i mean i kind of understand where he's coming from though because the guy who made malcolm and marie sam levinson also made euphoria and he was getting a lot of flack for making euphoria and for making this movie because both of them have the main protagonist that is black and in euphoria's case and sort of in malcolm and marie's case a woman and people were like, how are you writing from a black woman's perspective when, like, you know, you're a white man? But he was like, his reasoning was that the movie and the TV show Euphoria are not focusing on the struggles of being black. So, therefore, he can have main characters that are black and still write about them without them necessarily having to be written by black people, if that makes sense. Like, he doesn't have to know about the struggles of a black person to write about a teenage girl going through drug addiction. Like they don't have anything to do with each other. So he really wanted to express his feelings about people putting race onto everything or whatever. And yes, I really loved that he was expressing himself. I really loved that he was sharing his truth or whatever. But bud, I thought this movie was supposed to be about love or something. I thought this was a love movie or whatever. Like literally Marie just sits there and like smokes the entire time. And then occasionally she like looks over at him and she looks very annoyed. Literally. And, like, for what? <laughs> like, she looked like their entire, like, argument and conversation was just an inconvenience to her. Like, she was just bothering her, which was funny. But, yeah. Yeah, like, the entire time, literally, she just was, like, standing there. I was like, I was like, okay. She just, like, literally stood there and watched him scream at no one. I was like, are do you guys not have neighbors? Like, literally, he just was, like, screaming into the <laughs> night air, screaming at the top of his lungs like an insane person. And she just was, like, standing there smoking, looking at him like, oh, my God, why am I dating? It's just like, this is another Tuesday. Like, he does this all the time. And I'm the same thing. I was like, do, do you all have neighbors? Like, you have to be careful. They will be calling the cops on you. But, like, like you were saying, oh, I actually, I never saw Euphoria because I don't have HBO. But I'm going I'm to do it. I'll do it, guys. Don't worry. But, yeah, I think he's, like, he's definitely right because I think um, – this is a huge issue in Hollywood. I'm sure we've talked about it, like, on here before. But, like, 
people will surround a black character and like their only personality trait is that they're black. So like the only issues they'll have are stuff in, um, involving race. The only blacks or backstory you have is that they're black. And so like, I think that we need to have people understand that a black character can just exist. Like they can be a black character and that could be their thing, right? Like they don't need to face discrimination for them to be a black character. They don't need to have their entire personality trait, like be that they're being black. And especially like in context of something like this, like the fact that the character is black, like doesn't have anything to do with it. And especially in scenarios, like people will misconstrued um, having a black cast as it being a black story, right? Like, um, I remember this was a thing, um, right when the Black Lives Matter, like, was picking up again in, like, June, I think, um, you saw, like, Netflix and stuff added the black stories category, right? And people would come on and they'd be like, yeah, this, um, this movie has a black cast, but these writers were white. These production was white like everyone that was working on it was white this is not a black story it just has black characters and like we need to understand that they are different like this was a story about a person who happened to be black it wasn't a like a discrimination story so we shouldn't get mad at it you know yeah i definitely agree i feel like a lot of the times people will literally just like they put anything that has a minority character in it into a box. Like, no matter what it is, yeah. the character could literally just be, like, living their daily lives or whatever, and automatically people are like, that's about race. The movie could literally have nothing about race, and it literally has everything to do about race now. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Like, I, me and Chloe and Josiah, all three of us are African-American. We're all black. And, like, literally... <laughs> being discriminated against is not our only personality trait we like live we do things we like eat we have emotions we like live so this just doesn't make sense it's not realistic at all exactly like i don't wake up every single morning and people are calling me the n-word and i'm getting chased through the streets like i have other things going on in my life and obviously like because i am a black person like i'm going to face things in my life and i'm very fortunate to be in a position where i'm not constantly facing things but like it is not it's not uh, realistic to expect like oh yeah they're black so everything they do is a political statement and that's like one of the things with the movie that I was like, oh yeah, he's like completely correct. But then for me, I know when I was watching it, I was like, you know what? This movie doesn't have a point. And like, what if the point is that it didn't have a point? Like just that he was saying, right? Because I think that we're like not conditioned, but a lot of the time we're like sitting there and we're like, every movie has to have a meaning. Every art piece has to mean something. There has to be some sort of backstory. But honestly, I don't think that's the case. So, like, when he was sitting there and he was talking about it, he's like, it's just a movie. Like, it's just about a drug addict. It's nothing to do with politics, no meaning, or maybe not no meaning. But, like, maybe this isn't a political statement. And then it, it made me, like, sit there and think, like, is this movie just that? Like, it's just a movie. It's not anything crazy. It doesn't have a message. It's just a movie, you know? And, like, I don't know how correct that is. But, like, that's just what I was thinking about. Yeah, I don't really know if it gives the movie a pass, but, like, honestly, having watched it, like, I honestly don't know what the point is. Like, take, like, getting a takeaway or whatever, the only takeaway that I had from it was if this is the story of love as it proclaims itself to be, 
then I don't want love. Then I will literally stay single forever. Like, if this is love, then I do not want it. That's the only thing that I took away. And honestly, I don't know what the people who made it wanted me to take away, but that's what I took away. Also, not to, like, distract from that, but there's this scene in the beginning where he's like, where are you going, Marie? Where are you going? And he's, like, mad at her or whatever. And then she walks outside of their, like, mansion or whatever, and she just starts peeing. And then later he goes outside, and then he pees, and then, like, that's the last scene in the movie. Like, I don't know how to feel about it because I kind of, I kind of love it. It's really weird. It's really kitschy. It's really, like, campy and odd. But at the same time, I was like, okay, um, it's a little bit too weird. But I think, I think overall, like, the meaning of it was to not forget where you came from or whatever because she said that she used to, like, pee outside, like, when she was poor, I guess, and to, like, not take the little things for granted and to, like, appreciate everything because like peeing outside feels good i guess and he she was like trying to remind him to like appreciate her and to appreciate to appreciate the steps that he took to get where he is and stuff i don't know i feel like there was a lot of deeper meaning behind them literally peeing outside but it was kind of really weird i just thought i shouldn't talk about that because i was like why are they peeing outside it took me a minute to like think about that but i was like why are they peeing outside like, okay, um, y'all listening don't understand, but basically the way we produce this, we, like, have a Google Doc of our points, and then we go through it, and literally Eddie's point for it is just peeing, question mark, which is really funny, but, like, yeah, I definitely agree, like, on honestly, I think there could be something that could be interpreted, and it could be the same situation where it literally just means nothing, and it's like that, but, like, honestly, it could just be, like, um, she could do it, so she did. You know, like, it's a sense of freedom. Like, she could pee outside, so she did. She didn't want to have this argument, so she left. Like, it's the very fact that she had the option where she, like, before didn't have that same thing, you know? And it's like you were saying, Eddie, the fact that, like, the movie could have no meaning doesn't mean that it gets a pass and that it was a good movie. Because, honestly, at the core of it, movies are for entertainment, simply. Like, they could have a message that goes with them, and they could have, like, a thing. It's accompanied in this nice little package, like, yeah, it was fun to watch, but also be a better person. But literally, movies are meant to entertain. And this did not entertain me. This scarred me. This gave me trauma. This will end up in my therapist's notes. Like, I don't, I don't understand why I watched it, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, there are some movies that, like, make you feel uncomfortable, that make you feel, like, sad or whatever, like, scared and all of that. But, like, in a good way. Like, it teaches you something. Like, it's teaching you a lesson. Like, there's a takeaway. And even though it's kind of terrifying and, like, sad and scary to watch, like, you still take something away from it. And you still enjoyed watching it in a sort of way. But this, but this now, this was a whole different story. Enjoyed watching it. I literally had to walk away for like an hour before I came back to finish it. And I only finished it out of obligation to this podcast because I literally was not going to. Like, it was so, um, I literally, and the only reason I watched it in the first place was because Zendaya and it was from Euphoria and everything. But like, um, no, I would not, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone really. It was very traumatic, but like not in a, good way if trauma can even be good but like not it was not impactful really except for the fact that it told me that couples couples are kind of bad I guess I don't even know I don't know what the point was quite literally like there's um a certain level of trauma that's like oh yeah this inspires me this is a message this means I have to do something and there's 
a certain level of trauma, like, I'm intruding on a private moment. I should not be witnessing this. Like, this is a couple's issues. Why am I here? You know? And that's just literally what Malcolm Marie was. Like, I, I'd like to say it again. I'd like to reiterate. I thought it was pretty. You know, I thought the shots were pretty. I thought the acting was amazing. Like, I thought the music fit so well. And I thought it was, like, all of these other things. But even still, I didn't like the movie. And I don't want to watch it again. You know? Like, I wouldn't recommend it. Because it wasn't enjoyable, simply, like, even though I can appreciate, like, all the art that went into it and the hard work, I'm sure, it wasn't fun to watch. And that's just what I want from a movie. Like, I don't go into a movie like, you know what I want to be? Traumatized. Like, it's not what I seek in my movies. I'm not, like, going on, I don't know, Rotten Tomatoes and, like, what? You know what I'm looking for? So it's, like, not what I wanted, you know? Yeah, I definitely, I agree. I agree completely. Like, honestly, I'm just waiting for the day that we're going to watch something on this channel that we actually like. Like, I'm waiting for the day that it happens. But honestly, like, I think we're just, like, critical. Like, we just have to. Yeah. We're the people that Malcolm does not like. Malcolm does not like us. He would hate us. We He's are... literally punching the air right now <laughs> listening to this. Please stop. Can you imagine he actually did, like, listen to our podcast? That would be something. Tragic. Yeah, literally. But, oh my god. Stop. So sidetracked. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was, like, m the majority of what I had to say about it. Just, like, I don't know. It was just, it was definitely something. It was a film. It was definitely a film. Um, I guess today I'll take Josiah's place and close us out. So, Stay tuned for updates and upcoming episodes and make sure to follow us on Instagram at, at the real pod. And you can find our podcast on Apple product on Apple podcasts, not products and Spotify. So yeah, again, I'm Eddie Colmer. I'm sorry. I had to put you through this today. Please literally. And I'm Chloe. It was a pleasure having y'all here. Y'all have an excellent rest of your day. Bye.